the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's a privilege to be with you as we continue a theme that we started a few weeks ago. And this is really part two of the subject. And that subject is divine discontent and holy dissatisfaction. And we're talking about this because I believe there needs to be divine discontent and holy dissatisfaction in our lives. Otherwise, we'll begin to stagnate, be satisfied with where we are, and miss out on coming into the fullness that God has for us. In fact, it says in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 19, that we may be filled with all the fullness of God. And in order to be filled with the fullness of God, what we were before we knew the Lord has to be emptied out and we become a new creature and God wants to fill us with his fullness. We also read every day, and we'll do it now, a tremendous statement by Paul that he wrote to the church at Philippi, chapter 3, beginning at verse 12. Not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to the things which are ahead. I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. That upward call of God in Christ Jesus is having the fullness of God in us. And we need to adopt the mentality that Paul had in his letter to the Philippians. And because of the fullness, we looked at many aspects of a life in Christ, and each one speaks about going forward in it. For example, we spoke about grace and knowledge. We read Second Peter 3.18, which says, Grow in the grace and the knowledge of the Lord. And we don't do it just to have more grace or have more knowledge, but it leads to something more. It needs to a deep understanding and intimacy and a relationship with the Lord. We spoke about faith 
And we know that the apostles themselves spoke to Jesus and said, increase our faith. And we need to not stay, live on yesterday's faith, faith, but the faith that's required for each day in our life. And we know there's an important verse that says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. We need to be encouraged in our faith and live by faith every single day. We then took the subject of love. And we saw that in 1 Thessalonians 3.12, the word says, May the Lord make you increase and abound in love to one another. Why? We read verse 13. So that he may establish your hearts unblameable in holiness before our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus with all his saints. In other words, as we don't stagnate in these areas, there's a conclusion to the matter, and in the case of love, so that God can establish our hearts unblameable in holiness. Why wouldn't we want to love with all our hearts fervently? We also spoke about what it is to please God, and it says in Second Corinthians 5, 9, Therefore, we make it our aim, whether present or absent, to be well-pleasing to him. This was Paul's letter to the church at Corinth. We know that Jesus walked the earth and said, I do always those things that please him. And we know that Romans 8, 8 really speaks truth to us. He says, those that are in the flesh cannot please God, so which tells us we must be in the spirit. And without faith, it's impossible to please God. We then talked about the work of the Lord and how this should be progressing in our lives as well. It says in 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty eight. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steady, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain. It says in 2 Corinthians 9, 8, God is able to make all grace abound to you, that always having all sufficiency in everything, you may have an abundance for every good work. Are we fulfilling the work that God has called us to? And Ephesians 2.10 says, We are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. We should be walking in the works of God. We then went to the subject of thanksgiving and read from Ephesians 5.20, giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus. And Psalm 92 one and two says, It is good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises to your name. O Most High, to declare your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness every night. Every day of our life, we should be giving thanks to the Lord. We then went, and now today I should say, we're going to the subject of praise. And we kind of, I think, Junie, we kind of overlook the importance and the, the integral part that praise must, pray, must play in our lives. Let's look at some verses. Psalm 67, verse 3 says, Let the people praise thee, O Lord. Let all the peoples praise thee. So this is a call from God to all of us. Looking in Isaiah chapter 42, verse 12, we read these words. Let them give glory to the Lord and declare his praise in the coastlands. Hebrews thirteen fifteen, Through him, let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of lips that give thanks to his name. 
praise and thanks, Junie, really go together. And this should be a way of life. This should be a distinctive feature of every born-again believer, that no matter what the situation is, we should be a praiser of God and have hearts full of gratitude, always thanking God for the difficult things and, of course, for the good things that he brings our way. We see in Isaiah 42.12 where it says, Let them give glory to the Lord and declare his praise in the islands and the coastal region. And you know, Shelley, before the army of the Lord went those who praised him. Remember? Right. All throughout the whole Old Testament that there's something that brings uh, courage to yes. our hearts when we praise the Lord. We have to remember also when you said that, it made me think of what the word says. God inhabits the praises of his people. Some wonderful examples in in the scriptures. For example, in Second Chronicles 20, verse 22, three armies were coming against Judah, and King Jehoshaphat declared a fast and prayer time for all of Judah. And he said, we don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. A prophetic voice came just at that time, and the tribes went out, and the first tribe to go out was the tribe of Judah. And what did they do? They praised the Lord. Wow. This is a, a, a tremendous uh, weapon that we have as believers because praise inhabits the praises of his people. In Acts 16, we see Paul and Silas cast into prison, and uh, they were, uh, I should say, handcuffed. Their feet were locked up, and they... It, it was after a tremendous beating that they uh, were thrown into the inner prison. Yet at midnight, we read in Acts 16, they sang hymns and praised the Lord. What happened? There was an earthquake. They were set free. And the jailer, who could have lost his life because the prisoners were free, said after a testimony from Paul was, what must I do to be saved? The jailer and his household became believers that very night. Hebrews thirteen fifteen, through him then let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God, that is the fruit of lips that give thanks to his name. Over and over, praise must be a vital part of our life. Psalm 38, 35, I'm sorry, Psalm 35, verse 28, and my tongue shall declare your righteousness and thy praises all day long. Again, Junie, these are not things that we could do sporadically or when we feel like, but these are, these are situations that God calls us to live in all the time. We don't just thank God occasionally, but in the morning and the evening, we thank God and all through the day, and we declare the praises of the Lord all day long. Let's go to Psalm 71, verse 14. But as for me, I will hope continually and I will praise you more and more. Junie, those are the words that we've been talking about more and more when it comes to love, when it comes to faithfulness, when it comes to knowledge, when it comes to pleasing God, when it comes to working for the Lord, when it comes to thanksgiving. And now we see the same thing in praise. As for me, I will continually praise you and do it more and more. And there's a promise, Shelley, that God wants to fill us with, who he is, our whole being. And we talked about this during the week, that in order for that to happen, we really need to be willing 
to take uh, and empty ourselves of uh, unforgiveness or places where we were hurt or disappointed or angry and put them at the feet of the Lord, empty it out that the Lord might fill us with his goodness. And when we praise the Lord in the midst of difficult circumstances, something spiritually happens in the heavenlies for us and happens within us because that's one of the weapons for victory. Yes, Lord, yes. And also, Junie, we see in Psalm 104, verse 33, which really summarizes everything that we've been talking about regarding praise and continually and deepening our praise of the Lord. I will sing to the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praise to my God while I have my being. We can't say it better than the psalmist wrote. This is a way of life. There's distinctive features that we as born-again believers should have. And the subjects that we covered are all subjects that we should be progressing in, moving forward. We shouldn't be satisfied with how we praised the Lord yesterday or two or ten years ago. Our praise needs to be deepened. And again, Psalm 104 verse 33 says it all. I will sing to the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praise to my God while I have my being. That is a call of God upon all of our lives. So, Father, we want to thank you, Lord. We want to thank you for your goodness and mercy to us. And we want to see that we can, we should not stagnate. We should not be satisfied with where we are today. But there's always God giving us more. You are the God of much more. So, Lord, I pray that for Junie and I and every one of our listeners, we progress and are looking forward to being divinely discontent and wholly dissatisfied so we can have more of you in our lives. We pray this in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.